Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, hello, all my beautiful freaking people. Welcome back to another episode of FML Talk. Today, I am being rejoined by the infamous Morgan Willette to talk all things dating, relationships, and just a fun fucking girl talk episode. So sit back, grab a cocktail, and welcome to FML Talk. Oh my God. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19. Can you believe that shit? Hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. <gasps> he did what? 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on our Instagram? And this is FML Talk. Oh, no, she didn't. So the last time that Morgan was here, we dove into the breakup with her ex that was highly publicized, what she was going through with the cheating and how she found out about everything. And it was quite a heavy episode for her to finally come forward and tell her story. And it ended up being really powerful, not only for her as an individual to kind of reclaim that power and take back what was rightfully her story, but so many of you that were listening DM'd both of us um, that you were really moved by that. So I knew I wanted to bring Morgan back when she was a little further along on her healing journey. So we are going to dive in to all the things today, Coachella, Stagecoach, all of the dating app horror stories, um, and it is just a fun girl talk vibe with a little bit of healing thrown in so let's bring on morgan morgan fucking willette hi welcome back to <laughs> fml talk i'm so excited to be here um, I, I, I'm, I'm losing a voice so if you guys don't recognize me and you're listening to it and you're like who the hell is a raspy ass voice is this um <laughs> It went away at Stagecoach. <laughs> yeah, and that was... Well, you had two gnarly weekends in a row. It was Coachella and then Stagecoach. <laughs> yes. Who am I? Like, I think I'm in college again or something. I'm clearly not. I died. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the best part of Coachella and what was the best part of Stagecoach? Best part of Coachella... I think was like dressing up like I'm not like a festival girl so for me to like do like the crazy makeup and yeah. stuff like that that was fun like I was living like an alter ego because that's Coachella is very much not me like right. all my friends are like you're psycho and I went <laughs> for work too so like I obviously got a big paycheck from that so yeah. like that was fun stagecoach like was my playground like I thrive I thrive in cowboy boots give me a cute guy to two-step with and like let me live my best life I love and that it. is what I did were there any random makeouts at stagecoach <laughs> You were like, fuck <laughs> you, Gabrielle. We're, it was really, we're just digging right into that. <laughs> I'm like, did you just read my mind? Like, are we on the same brainwave? Um, there was one. Um, the guy I posted on my Instagram story, because like I had a few too many beers and like right. posted the video with him. And I'm like, 
okay, Morgan, like, really? Like, who are you? Who do you think you are? Um, but we did we did have, like, a, a cute romantic makeout on the dance floor. Oh, I I'm love like, that. We love a good country boy. We, we love a good country boy, but I felt like I was in college all over again. Like, that was what I did in all of college. And right. I was like, oh, my God, you're you're 28 now. Like, can you make out with guys on dance floors? But, like, yes, I'm having fucking fun. Yes, you fucking can. Are you kidding? I did that when I was 28 on my Eat, Pray, FML trip multiple times. I, I read about it. Fully, I support I it. I fully support that. <laughs> um, okay, that's amazing. I need to start this episode with, like, not thanking you because... <laughs> You're an influencer. I know we hate that word, but like, that's what you are. And you influence me so deeply, Morgan. (laughs) Like literally people are like, where's your wardrobe from? I'm like, Morgan's Instagram. Hey. It's ridiculous. I just ordered Tay that fucking cereal. The magic spoon (laughs) is great. I'm like, look, I support everything that I post about. So you might as well use the discount code. But like, seriously, magic spoon is it is really yeah. good. And I OK, so I know some influencers where I will literally DM them and be like, is this really worth it? Or yeah. Are you doing this for a paycheck? I've never asked you because I truly believe that like you partner with people that you. you like, as do I. And I very, you know, hold yeah. that in high regard. Um, the shoes you're wearing, I have literally bought those <laughs> for my Europe trip, um, like a bikini, multiple outfits, like that yes. fucking really expensive one from Revolve. But what is so cute on you. So worth, worth it. every penny. Yeah, I get asked whenever I wear it, people are like, oh my God, where's that from? Um, and then like food, cereal, like all the things, sunglasses, it's it's yes. really ridiculous. I'm, I'm very flattered, um, but I feel like like you're becoming an influencer. Like I, I feel like you're my, my protege. I love that. <laughs> Fine. This is an ad. Like you for help all me out with brands. my feelings and my emotions, and I help you out. I in love the influencer that. world. I love that. <laughs> We're here for that. Um, so I thank you for my style and like all the cute new stuff. My wallet doesn't thank you, but you know. You know what? I say if there's a discount code, how I rationalize everything in my head, it's like I'm investing in my future. Like right. I'm saving the money and it's an investment. And so you're like, like self-love cocktail. I'm gonna yes, buy myself uh, some shit. Yes. Like Fine. even when I'm happy, I'm like, it's retail therapy. Like yes. I need it. <laughs> yes. Amen to that. Um, okay. So last time you were here, it was a quite uh, a to-do of an episode. It ended up on like E! News and people and everybody was up in arms about you and your ex mm-hmm. and the breakup and the cheating. We are we are past that now. We are past that. We are healing. We are yes. in a new phase. So what the fuck has been going on since oh then, God. girl? It, it's crazy. Like, it, it really is wild because if I look back on the past seven months, I really think doing the podcast was such a turning point in my mm. life. Like, it, it is wild. Like, people probably think I'm being dramatic, but that seriously changed everything for me. Yeah. It allowed me to speak out. It allowed me to help other women. It allowed me to heal myself. Like, I fi- once that podcast came out, I finally felt like I could let go. Mm. I put it out there. I said what I need to say. I was proud of how I said it. Like, I, I stuck to my morals and all that. And then I was like, you know what? you can let go now like you have said your piece and I think that's what I was holding on to so hard and like why I was so upset and so stuck um and then the response I got just blew me out of the water yeah I like I remember the morning that podcast came out like I was shaking I was so nervous like I I paced around my apartment for the whole hour of the episode like couldn't sit down I was just like pacing like okay how is this going like what's happening um and then by the end of it I remember my mom called me and like she was in tears and she was just like I'm so proud of you like Mm. you you said like I'm just proud like to be your mom like after like how you handled yourself and then the outpouring of love I got from strangers um from people on MTV who I thought would never reach out to me like ever 
um, to, to like, I mean, I didn't even know if I was gonna say this, but like one of his exes reached out to me. Yeah. And I remember telling you about that. And it wasn't, cause I'm sure now people are like, oh my God, it wasn't the snowboarder, like the recent one. It was like one that I didn't even know existed. That was a long-term relationship. And she basically, she had no idea who I was. She listens to your podcast. Oh, shut up. Yeah, she had no idea who I was. Oh, she that's rad. Like to your podcast and then put two and two together. And I was wow. like, wait a second, like, I was in a relationship with that same person. So she messaged me and I just remember like I was sitting on my couch and I just started like bawling because like the way she said it made me finally like, I know everyone's gonna say it's not your fault. You know, it's not you. But like in the back of your mind, you're always gonna be like, you know, did I, was I that awful? Did I push someone to do that? Like, was it just me and I just didn't click with this person? Right. And essentially what she said, she's like, you know, I listened to this, I was in this relationship for this amount of time, like long-term, like the same thing that happened to you happened to me. Yeah. Like the lies, the cheating, the mm. gaslighting, like all of that. And like, I want to let you know you're gonna be okay. Aww. Like listening to your podcast, like helped her out and now she's married and has like a family. So it just gave me so much hope and it made me realize like, it wasn't me. I just was the first one to kind of say something. Yeah. And I'm so proud of that. And then, yeah, like it's, it's just, what happened to me is just a repeated behavior that has happened time and time again. And I don't know, I'm just proud because I hope future women can listen and be like, yeah. shit, I'm not alone. Cause I, I wish I knew she existed right. when I went through all this. So I could be like, hey, like, well, how did you get through it? Like, is yeah. do you see similarities? So it was just, it was nuts. Like everything that happened after that podcast aired. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. And like the validation that comes when you hear from someone else that's gone through the same thing yeah. with the same person, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm not fucking crazy. Right. And like, this wasn't a normal breakup. Like there was more manipulation things at right. play. Exactly. Yeah, because for me, I was like, oh, like counting on my fingers. All right, it's been three months. You don't feel better. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, why can you not get over this? And then being able to talk to her, she was like, it took me years, mm. years to get over like everything that happened. And I was like, okay, like you're doing pretty good then Morgan, yeah. like where you're at and like how far you've come, like you're doing okay. And I think people forget that when you're in the public eye and you know, your ex is technically in a position of power. Like he's been on a hit show for mm -hmm. over a decade. Um, he's known as one of like the heavy hitters on that show that there, there comes a bit of like, fuckery mentally yeah. with that when you are manipulated by someone and then heartbroken by someone it's not just like oh yeah this guy lied to me and broke my heart right it's very different when people are in positions of power um that start to make you feel crazy when you're like well no i'm getting all these messages i'm getting all of this yeah. proof and you're telling me that it's not true that i'm not seeing this that i'm fucking right fucked in the head like what <laughs> it makes no sense and then to be like but don't say anything. Right. Like, I think that was the hardest part and why I, it took me so long to say something. Cause it was like, like, well, how dare you? Like, yeah. why are you? And I'm like, wait, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I crazy? Like, am I making stuff up? And I'm like, wait a second. No, you're not like, you're yeah. literally just saying what happened and trying to like somehow in like the craziness of it, help someone else get through the same exact thing. Yeah. And that's heroic, not something <laughs> that you. should be like, you know, talked down on right. by anyone. Um, was there any pushback or negativity from the podcast? I didn't get any. 
and that oh my god that, that was, makes my heart so that happy was the craziest thing i was expecting i was like and even my mom she like pulled me aside because like i can be kind of dramatic and emotional and she has to hear about it and she was like morgan like just brace yourself you're gonna get a lot of support but you're probably gonna get some like like bad feedback like right. people aren't gonna like it especially fans of the show i didn't receive a single bad message like and That's if i did so i missed amazing. it and like so be it but like not a single one that's it was so like great. it was unbelievable and it, it made me finally feel like okay like you're not you're not bad like you're not crazy like you're just a normal girl in a weird ass situation like doing her best and like people see it and yeah. i think that was the most important thing to me because i was i was just so scared like people were gonna think that i was lying or i was doing stuff for attention like i think that was my biggest fear is like because like you get with MTV, like yeah. people do anything for tea and they go to the tea pages and all that. And like my biggest fear was people think like, oh, well, she, you know, she just wants another click. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like if I if I did, I would have I would have gone to a lot further extents. Yeah. I, I could have posted screenshots and names and all that. And I'm like, no, I just want to I just want to get this off my chest. Yeah. And anyone that really wants to know the truth of the matter would look at the big picture and be like, she could have gone to any of like the massive drama right. podcasts that get, you know, a ridiculous number of downloads. Like you came to a show with integrity on with someone that you knew that was going right. to like walk you through the process. Like it was a very authentic way that you wanted to come forward and had a lot of fear around it anyone that has fear around coming forward is not doing it for shitty fucked up reasons right for attention summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon one of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is factor meals no prep no mess no cleanup meals I have really been off the wagon with my eating since having my son, and for my health, my wellness, and my mental sanity, I have been switching my dinners to more healthy options from Factor. They have 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so I never get bored. And Tay is continuously shocked every time he sits down to eat one because they are so freaking tasty. They have breakfast, lunches, dinners, and desserts. It's a treat to have restaurant-quality food that is so easy to prepare and doesn't come with the insane Postmates bill. Head to factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 and use code FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code FMLtalk50 at factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Enjoy, FMLers. Um... So I'm so proud of you. And we've gotten such great feedback on that episode. So many people DM'd me um, being like, oh my God, this is, you know, incredible of her. And like the whole interview was amazing. Um, so now that we're past we the uh, the breakup of it <sighs> all, <laughs> um, are we dating? Oh my God. It's, it's so, I knew that question was going to come. <laughs> I talked to my therapist about it. Oh, I love it. Because, okay, so I am dating. I'm on dating apps. We can talk about oh the my God, tragic. Oh my God, we're definitely going to talk about that. Um, we must talk about the Raya story, but. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, that tragic. I'm still mortified by that, but I am on dating apps. I am going on dates. I have not found Mr. Right yet. I'm, I've gone on a couple second, third dates, but no one. Um, has like you know grabbed my attention just yet and it's 
it's funny because I wanted to come on this podcast and like full transparency. Like I wanted to lie and be like, yeah, like I'm dating someone. And why? Because I think for me and what I was talking to my therapist about is like, I, especially when you're in the public eye and I I know people are rooting me on so much and like they want to see me find someone great and you almost feel like this pressure to like date and find that awesome individual and like I look and I'm like shit it's been like seven months like I don't know like by the way is not a long it's not that long (laughs) it's not that long but it's like you know I see the messages of people like I can't wait for you to find like your person like we're rooting you on And part of me is like, oh my God, like, well, should I have found someone? And then it's like, no, like if anything, like I hope girls can look at me and be like, yeah, dating's hard, especially coming from a long-term relationship where like you haven't dated in three years. And all of a sudden I was like being thrust and I was like, I like asked my sister, I'm like, what do I put on a hinge profile? Like, right. And like, you're dating in LA, which is like the oh, worst fucking cesspool you could possibly yes. like have yes. to dip your toe into. I, I'm learning dating in LA is not fun, but like a, like looking back to, I was like, I'm not really even in a rush. Like I'm for the first time in my life or my first time in a long time. Like I'm finally just so free and happy. Yeah. Like I can travel where I want. I don't have to work around someone's schedule. Like I can go and like two step with a guy and then like never see him again. Like, and I'm just finally at peace. Yeah. So, and especially like I'm big into traveling. Like I started a travel blog. So like, that's kind of my main priority right now. If Mr. Wright walks into my life, I mean, awesome. So be it. But right now I'm just like casually dating for fun. And I'm kind of just realizing like, that's okay. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of value in that. It's Mm -hmm. not just like, oh, that's okay. It's like people will get into long-term relationships and get into marriages and be like, fuck, I wish I would have had those Mm -hmm. two years where I just would have focused on myself and like dated for fun and like fucked around. Right. Like that's an important stage of your life. You know what I mean? And you're in your 20s. I know. Like (laughs) I kind of realized that. I'm like, wait a second. You're only 27, Morgan. Like go have some fun. And like, I know I'm not the right person to be like, you're so young because I was in my book. I was like, I'm fucking so old. I'm 28. I'm divorced. (laughs) Oh my God. I get it. Like now I look back and I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. You're so, you're a baby. Um, 20, your 20s is when you're supposed to be doing that. Right. So I think it's, it's more than okay. It's necessary and it's a good thing. So yeah. you're, you're really role modeling something that's great. And for the people that are like, I know it's coming from a good place, but DMing you and being like, oh my God, I can't wait for you to find your person and you're happily ever after. It's like, what if that's yourself for right now? Yeah. That's I mean, fucking true. more than okay. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think that's kind of, I hope people can learn that from me because I, you know, I get, messages all the time especially after doing the podcast and i i love helping people out and girls are like i just ended like a long-term relationship like i'm so lost like what do i do and i'm always just like do your like things for yourself like everything you lost in your past relationship take this time to do it like oh my god i in my past relationship like i couldn't go on trips i mean i could but like i was so wrapped up in like appeasing someone else and making sure i was there to control the situation and making sure i could pick that person up at the airport at any time that like I I lost opportunities. I I lost a lot of friendships from that. And like now I'm like, oh wait, like you have all the time in the world to do that. So like if you just got out of a relationship, I recommend like making a list of every single thing that you could not do in that relationship or you missed out on and take the time before you even download a dating app. Yeah. Do all of that. Yes. Because then you, then you can date. And then you can like do all that. But like the last thing you want to do is jump into a relationship and then 
pour all your time into someone else, which I think is great. Like, shoot, it's like my husband ran into me at a coffee shop. I would love that. But like, I'm not like, like upset that it's not happening. Yeah. And you know what? Like once your husband does run into you at a coffee shop, which I'm sure is fucking inevitable or, you know, <laughs> a bookstore or at Stagecoach, whatever. Um, <laughs> I I think that because you've taken the time to fall in love with those things and like know that travel is so important to you, you won't give those up mm-hmm. when you are now with someone else the way that you were giving things up in your previous relationship. Right. And that's so fucking important. Right. Also, let us now take a little moment to advertise the fact that you should all be traveling. Yes. Once it's safe and like everything's like great, and ready to go, go fucking travel. Mm-hmm. Like take the time, especially if you're not in a relationship and go see the fucking world. Solo travel, go and like experience the things. Right. It, it's so freeing. Like it's I, I can't recommend free. it enough. Even if it's like, because everyone's like, oh, well, like, I can't get to Europe. I'm like, okay, go explore, like, the city next to you. Like, there's yeah. just so much to see. And while we're young and before you have kids and a family and all that, just, like, go experience things. And, like, you're probably going to learn a lot about yourself along the way, oh like, God, as you hugely, do that. Hugely, hugely. And even if it's not, like, if you can't get on a plane and, like, go out of the country, like, get in the car and go to the beach and yeah. go camping and, like, you know, drive to a national park. Like, yeah. go out and experience things on your own because then when you are in a relationship you won't lose yourself Mm -hmm. in that and it'll be someone adding to your incredible life not waiting for someone to make your life incredible right amen yes yes Yes. to that yes um okay so let's talk about dating apps um i thankfully have never been on except for one time it was a blip on the radar and it was back when plenty of fish was a thing which is like yeah, I know your face is telling me. It's like, <laughs> I'm the, like what? It's the worst of the worst. Um, and it was literally for a week. I was like, okay. I can't fucking do this. Absolutely not. Wow, you um, are you are blessed. Yeah, I blessed. I do know that. I feel very blessed, very <laughs> privileged um, that I ended up with the person I ended up with, and have never had to fuck around <sighs> with those. But since you have, oh, you will be at our expense today. Okay, ask me. Okay, so what are the ones that you have officially signed up for? Okay, so I'm on Hinge. Okay. Which is like not my favorite, but like it's okay. Like I've, I've heard ac- good things about him. I've come across some cute people. I've met up with a few on coffee dates and stuff like that. My issue, what I've found with Hinge, a lot of people don't look like <laughs> they don't look the same. I'm right. like, I think I'm gonna invent a dating app where like you have to post like a recent like a, with the timestamp, right? Like an updated prove that it's not filtered yes. as fuck. Something, yeah, because like that's been my experience. Like my couple like hinge dates I've right. gone on. I was like, I had to do a double take. I was like, wait, I don't, I don't recognize you. <laughs> wait, it's also so weird that people do that. Like, why would you not? Like, don't you feel awkward showing up to a date and, like, and they being don't like, recognize I you? hope they recognize yeah. me and aren't judging. Not like it's like, look, if you look one way or you look the other way, either's fine. But like, represent yourself as such. Right, right. That's weird <laughs> to me. So strange to me. And also, like, let's just not lie about our height. <gasps> I know. Oh wait, that's, really? That's, that's for sure a thing. Oh my god! And I'm like, I don't, I don't care about your height, but it is alarming when like you think you're meeting someone <laughs> who is so much taller and like you're the same height. And I'm like, whoa! You're like, honey, so, you are not six foot. There is nothing yeah, above five eight about yeah, you, <laughs> literally. And I'm like, look, girls, girls don't care. Like I feel like guys think they have to be over six foot for a girl to be interested. I'm like, no. As long as I can wear like a kitten heel like around you, right, like, I'm right. okay. But also like be honest so I know what shoe to show up exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm not wearing my platforms and I'm like an inch, like a head taller than you. Oh my God. So that was, I mean, 
I'm actually getting a coffee with a guy from Hinge tomorrow. So like fingers crossed on that one. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, wait, so what's the process like on Hinge? Because I'm so not a dating app person. So okay. do you match? You both have to like choose each other. So you, I, from my understanding, you both have to like match with each other. Mm-hmm. And then it's up to like either person to message first. Whereas okay. Bumble, which I'm not on Bumble, which maybe I should download it. Um, it requires the girl to me- to make the right. move. Right, got it. I'm like, that's a lot of pressure for me. So I'm like... Yeah, you're like too much work. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's too much. I'm not witty enough. Um, so I can't do Bumble. I just downloaded The League, which I've heard. Oh, I've never even heard of that. So that is for more like working professionals. Okay. Um, a couple of my girlfriends are engaged to people they met from The League. So I was like, oh, okay. tight, The League. <laughs> Dope. Um, it was funny though. So with The League, you have to like... Um, link up your LinkedIn. Okay. And like, I am not in the nine to five corporate world. I don't have like, a LinkedIn either. I, I had a LinkedIn. Okay. So I had to like log in and it had all of like my college internships. Oh my God. How so funny. I had to go through and like take those off and just be like self employed. Right. Because um, you can't put like influencer no, on. Like, you can't be like, um, Instagram influencer of sorts. So I'm like, I'm self employed. I always just say fitness instructor. It's definitely the easiest. Right, right. So I'm on the league. I don't know how I feel about it. So with the league, you get like a 5 p.m. happy hour of like men. I'm like, okay, dope. Um, <laughs> so every day at 5 p.m. you get three new guys. Oh my and God. And you go through them and you match and it requires them to also match you. And if they do, then like you can message each other. But only three a day. So you can't go through like all of Los Angeles. You right. have to be very patient. Okay. Um, so that's that one. I feel like that's if you want more of like like a like a corporate business you know like more of like that like i feel like hinge is actors and models right i feel like the league is like your corporate men okay and then i feel like raya is just anyone who's like trying to be seen right or thinks they're a celebrity yes i cannot stand raya i okay well i did you see my instagram story i did but please tell the story (laughs) guys i'm i like i'm starting to sweat thinking about it (laughs) Like, I'm like, really? Why would that happen to me? Like, I'm like the most like type A planner person. So like, of course, when I download dating apps, I spend days like typing like a cute bio and like overthinking shit. And like, yeah. my God, Texas girl living in LA, like all this right, stuff. Right, right. So like I typed out this cute bio on Raya and I thought I was doing good. And then I got on and I'm like, I haven't gotten any matches. And I'm like, and what spurred this is like, I came across Zed and I was like, dope, Zed. Right. Like, I'd love to match with Zed. Like, yeah. let's see if we're compatible. And like, he didn't match back with me. And I was like, that's really rude, Zed. Oh my God. Um, I was like, all right, that's weird though. Like, I'm pretty cute, pretty normal. Like, I feel like guys should be at least matching with me. Right. And then, so I go through my messages and this one guy took a chance on me and he messaged me back and he said, you and me with like an asterisk. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Like... So I was like racking my brain and I was going through my profile and like scrolling, scrolling. And then I look at it's like your interest and everything I typed out my interest. Like I want to travel with you. I want to do this. Only thing that saved was the word you. Oh, literally (laughs) your interest. You. You. I'm like, dope. Everyone thinks that I'm a serial killer. Oh, my um, God. And I have no interest, no hobbies. But all I'm interested in is, like, clearly murdering you. <laughs> um, so I died. And I quickly changed that. And was super mortified. I really have not gone on Raya since. Because I'm just like, I can't recover from that one just yet. Oh, my God. Um, but it's there. But, like, honestly, there's nothing special on Raya. I feel like it's... And with Raya, which I'm very upset about. I didn't realize this. You can be there for just friends. So like I'll come across a really cute guy and I'm like, oh my God, we seem compatible. And it's like, so-and-so is here for just friends. And I'm like, 
what's the point of the dating right, app then? Right. I think it's just a networking. It's like in LA, like oh. famous people trying to connect with more famous yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And okay, so for people who don't know what Raya is, it's a dating app where you have to be like invited. Yes. And have to have like a certain stature. Yes. It's um, so obnoxious. Influencer or like musician or actor, or whatever. Yeah. Um, a while ago, this chick posted this TikTok that was like, her matching with Ben Affleck yes. and getting a message. And I'm like, that's so fucked that you're posting this on TikTok. Like the poor guy at the yeah. time who now is in like engaged to the uh, most to incredible the woman in the world. Um, but like the poor guy was just trying to like see if you guys were compatible and go on a date also, and you're blasting him on TikTok Why would you blast now? that? Why are you not trying to marry Ben right. Affleck right now? You're really ruining your chances, I homegirl. I mean, you know, like it's kind of sketchy and I'm like, yeah. fuck, dude, that's why people are so sketched on dating in LA. Perfect exactly. example. Exactly. Um, okay. So once you start talking to someone yeah. on one of the apps, <laughs> when are you like, okay, let's take this over to texting? Oh my God. And <laughs> so I feel like I do it wrong because everyone I've talked to is like, Morgan, do not give them your number. <laughs> like, <laughs> slow your roll. But I'm like, I don't check the app enough. Like, right. you guys have to realize, like, I've got notifications pinging on my phone nonstop. Like, yeah. you think with Instagram and TikTok and email, like, I'm going to go remember to check Hinge. So like I'll message a couple of times and then I'll be like, hey, like here's my number, shoot me a message. <laughs> but what gets tricky and like the embarrassing part, like I'm really just, I'm, you know, it's a learning curve for me with dating, but like I don't mind sharing my embarrassing stories cause like whatever. I love it. <laughs> um, like I forget to save their names in my phone. So like I get a random message from this guy and he's like, hey Morgan. And I was like, hey, who is this? And he was like, it's literally the guy you just, <laughs> you just like we're talking to. And I was like, oh yeah, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like <sighs> I got a new phone and like things got, oh wait, no, that's not what happened. So he was messaging me. He said something weird and I deleted like the text thread. Oh. And then he retexted me and he was like, hey, like what's up? And I was like, who is this? And oh he's my like, God. you have my number. Like we've been texting before. And I was like, like, yeah, but you said something fucking weird. I know. I was like, you gave me the ick. I'm sorry. Like I had to delete the thread because I was icked out. Um, and yeah, I just, I didn't recover from that one. But well, the sketchy part about giving someone your number is like, what if you go on a date and it goes like disastrously and then they still have your number and they're texting you and hounding you and there's like not a good way to like right. chill it out after mm -hmm. that. Which like luckily like the dates I've gone on like are all super nice guys. Oh, and like good. it just didn't work. Like I haven't gone on any like really bad dates. Like I just haven't really connected with like the people. I think I went on like three dates with one guy. Um, and then he tried to like make out with me in the line at Zara. And I was just like, wait, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> in the line at Zara? Yeah. He, like this is a really great place for a first kiss. I, I'm feeling the jeans. Uh, it was <laughs> what? So we had gone on a few like super cute guy, like really, really cute. Like I felt like we were pretty compatible. Um, but we had gone on a few dates. They went well. Um, this was our third date. And he was like, hey, like, you want to get coffee? And I'm like, yeah, cool. And he's like, let's go to the Grove and walk around. And I'm like, cool. Like, I need to return something at Zara. I might as well <laughs> knock out two birds with one stone. Like, yeah, let me return this dress. So we like, got a coffee. We're walking around. And like, I'm not the most PDA person, um, especially because um, I I do oftentimes get recognized in yeah. public and like, I don't know, it just kind of freaks me out. Like, unless you're my serious boyfriend, right. like, I don't really want to be making out with you. And like, I don't know, I feel like rumors could start, whatever. Yeah. I just overthink it completely. 
So he's like, we're on the escalator and he's like gazing at me. And I kind of make a joke and I'm like, ah, like, I know you're trying to kiss me right now. And he's like, yeah, I am. And like, I just like get awkward and I turn around and I'm like, abort, okay, abort, abort. I don't know. I was trying to make a joke and he took it seriously. So like, I kind of laugh it off and we go up and like, I return the dress, we're in line. And there's like, you know, Zara, Zara's like a hundred people deep right. at all times in the lines. And then like, he's like, he looks at me like lovingly and like kind of pulls me in and like, like goes in for like a really like passionate kiss. And like, I'm just so awkward because like there's 12 year olds behind me and I'm like, yeah, everyone's staring at me right now. Like what is happening? So after that, I kind of just like really kind of got freaked Wait, out. Wait, so did like, you let him egg. kiss you? Yeah, because I'm too nice. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. Oh like God, I just get dude. awkward and flustered. And at this point I'm sweating and I've got my dress and they need to return <laughs> it. I'm trying to find my receipt and this guy's like trying to make out with me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm corrupting the young children behind me. Like they don't need to see this right now. Oh my God. And then, and, I, and then it just got, he like, I don't know, a very, very, I'm not trying to bash this guy. Very sweet guy. But we're like walking to my car and like talking and like he's going in for the kiss again. And I'm like, man, I must be like really kissable. I'm like, <laughs> all right. But this guy stops us, complete stranger. And he's like, oh my God, two young people so in love. Like, stop. You guys keep it up. You're an inspiration. And I literally am like, oh my God. You're like, I have to go crawl into a hole and die. I literally, Thank you. I didn't know what to say. And like, he's kind of like awkwardly laughing. And I literally look at the man and me, like, I just blurt things out when I get uncomfortable and awkward. And I'm like, we've known each other for three days. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Oh, no, this is actually our third date, sir. <laughs> and, like, he kind of just was like, okay, and, like, walked off. And I, after that, I was like, all right, you got to abort this one. Oh, my God. Wait, so how did you end up, like, being like, this isn't going to, like, yeah. we shouldn't keep dating? And I, I will say, like, one thing I'll never do is, like, ghost. Like, that's just no, my it's biggest so pet fucked peeve. Up. I, it's especially because like, I've heard so many of my girlfriends, especially dealing with, like, L.A. men, it's like, they just, like, never talk to you again. Like, they ghost. I'm like, okay, I can't do that. Well, like, my, no, it's like, just be a human and be like, right. I'm not feeling it or, like, you know, right. any reason. Like, right. I Something. just have never understood that. So I think I ended up messaging him and I was just like, hey, like, you know, I just got out of a relationship. It's just a lot for me right now. Like, I'm busy and I'm traveling, but, like, maybe, like, we can, like, circle back later on, like, when I kind of get a grip on everything. And he was just like, yeah, sure, like, sounds good. And, like, that was that. So okay, do you feel like that was an excuse like would you absolutely. ever actually circle back with I, I mean i think it absolutely was an excuse i'm not saying it was a great response but at least i wasn't ghosting you know no, I'm, sure. I'm learning the ropes um slowly getting back in there but i don't know like may mm, i don't know maybe probably not you're like but, not after this podcast have you ever listened yeah to it? probably not He's like fuck i'm that guy in the line at zara i'm the zara guy um but yeah probably not but he was a sweet guy. And I, I feel like every date and like kind of the mindset I'm going into all these dates with is you're here to just kind of figure out what you like and what yeah. you dislike. And that's that's the point of dating. It's not one. I'm, I'm definitely not there to waste my time. Like I am not just here to like I'm not like a one night stand girl. I'm not here to hook up like all of that. Like I, I honestly haven't hooked up with anyone since my past relationship because um, I'm just like. I don't know. I just, I'm looking for something serious. Mm. I do, I'm dating with intention and I don't want to waste my time. So if I know like certain things are missing and like we're not compatible, like for me, it's just not worth continuing on. Yeah. It's like I'm a busy gal. <laughs> right. How do you feel about hooking up when you're not in a relationship? Um, 
I think it just depends on the situation. Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to be like, I've never hooked up with someone not dating them. <laughs> like, that's a lie. But I think for me now, because I still am a little fragile, I haven't been like full transparency. I haven't been intimate with someone since my last relationship. Yeah. So for me, I'm just worried that it would be maybe slightly triggering. So I'm just kind of waiting. I'm being patient. Like I want it to be with the right person because I just don't want to be set back. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm doing so good with healing and moving forward and therapy. And like I'm finally like very secure with myself. Like I just don't want to like screw that up. But like, I don't know, like it depends on the person. If a super hot cowboy came into my life, well, no, I kind of want to date him and marry him. So maybe I wouldn't screw it up by hooking up with him right away. Like I'd actually be like, look, I'm wife material. Like let's get it locked and loaded and then we can move on to that. Right, right. So I think it just depends on the situation. That's fair. Um, do you realize that your ideal man is probably not living in LA? I know. <laughs> I learned that this weekend at Stagecoach. I kept yeah. seeing like these just like buff, rugged men in cowboy boots and like hats. And like I was two-stepping with them and I'm just like, now this is what I want. And right. I think I always knew, like, I'm not an L.A. girl at heart. I think everyone that knows me knows that. I think my heart is in Texas or Nashville. Mm -hmm. I really want to move there. I'm scared to make the jump. But yeah, everyone is like, homegirl, you you ain't going to find a cowboy in L.A. Right. Like, you're probably not going to find anyone even remotely decent in Los Angeles. I would like to think that I will. But I'm taking it kind of day by day. My apartment lease is month by month. So I'm visiting Nashville in June. Ooh. So I'm going to see how I like it. I, I don't want to do anything too drastic. And I think for me, it's like, I don't want to move somewhere just for the purpose of no, dating. No, of course. Um, so I'm always like, all right, what's what's really like the intention behind kind of wanting to move? Like, make sure you're aware of that. Right. Um, but yeah, I would love, I just like the pretty, you know, like kind of like all American, like chiseled men. I'm like, nah, I want, like I'm thinking Rip from Yellowstone. Like I want a man who can wrangle a bull or something with his bare fucking with hands, his hands. Like, that's the man i want so i just gotta be okay patient. but where do all the men that end up at stagecoach where do they all come from i don't know like i mean some of them are in la they, right? I, right or they san diego or like somewhere i feel like they're probably not in like where i'm in west hollywood so like probably not in like west hollywood i'm thinking like san diego maybe right. like west side venice i don't know yeah somewhere so we'll see i should have worn like a sign that just said like Tell looking, me where you're from looking for a cowboy. Tell me looking for a cowboy in Los Angeles. If you're in within a 200-mile radius, please come up to me. Like, <laughs> Come say hi. Please take a card. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my business card. Um, so when you're on the dating apps, are you ever hesitant of them to like look you up on Instagram and then be like, who the fuck are you? Absolutely. I avoid giving them my Instagram at all costs. Right. But I mean, like they have your name or no, do you they not just have, last have name? your first name? Oh, mm -hmm. okay. So they just have your first name. And sometimes guys will be like, Hey, like what's your Instagram? Right. And I'm always just like, mm, come on. Just right. because I feel like, and like, I am who I am on Instagram. Like that is who I am through and through. Like the the pink, the girly, the shimmies, the the winking, like the over the topness. Right. But I am aware it can come on strong at first. Like mm -hmm. it can be a little in your face and it can be a little intimidating. And I feel like for guys, especially, they're like, whoa. And yeah. that's my biggest issue too, is I, and maybe why I've had not as much success on dating apps is, I feel like girls in LA are very like, they wear all black and they're kind of moody and like more like <laughs> low key. And then like you see me who's like 
in a cowboy hat and like a full sequin dress like right. sh- two-stepping in a reel and i'm just like oh my god so i i always opt to like meet them in person first because i am a lot more like chill like when you actually meet me um but sometimes they're like hey like so like what's your instagram and like uh, the first time i did give it to someone i was like you shouldn't have done that and he was like wow so like what do you what do you do for a job right. and i'm like we need to talk about this right now like yeah. do you want a discount code for magic spoon because I, I can give it to you if you want it sir like uh, like come on give me a break oh my god i love it's it a lot um yeah i you know the stupid blue check mark really throws it people. throws people um, it really does. i have been traveling numerous times and people like swap instagrams to stay in touch and whatever um and people are always like, who are you? What do you do? And then you get into this whole fucking like, it ma- it makes you seem so much more important than you actually right. are. And, and then I'm you're like, like, no, like everyone and their mom in Los Angeles is verified. Yeah. Like it's it's really not that cool, I promise. You're like, I'm not special. Like, right. please At- just get to know me. <laughs> right, like please don't think anything of it. And then it's like, once they get my Instagram, then I feel like they start Googling and I'm just like, right. I just want like a, a clean slate. Like I want them to be able to like know me for me first yeah. before realizing like the reality TV and like then the past relationship and then like the influencer stuff. So it definitely is tricky. I think it's trickier for me than most people because like yeah. I'm navigating so many different things, which is why I'm always like, I would like someone who understands like, I definitely don't want someone on reality TV again. Like, I would like to avoid that avenue of yeah. dating. But, like, someone who maybe is more in the public eye and can understand it, but, like, isn't, like... Like, thrown by thrown, it. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, and also isn't, like, thirsting for, like, that oh, social no, no, media no. attention. Yeah. Like, like, why don't you just appear in my TikTok, be cute, and then, like, move on. Right. Like, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. No, there's... And in, in, in L.A., you know... Ugh. Uh, I know. Yeah, there can be so much of that. Um, I don't think people realize how detrimental Google can be to someone's dating life. Like, can you imagine if Tay and I ever broke up and someone was like, I'm going to go on a date with this chick. Let me Google her. (laughs) What the fuck they would find? Wait, let me read her book first. They'd be like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Am I going to end up in a fucking book if I go on a date with this person? Probably. (laughs) You you actually will. So watch what you do. I mean, and like the amount of incorrect stuff that gets put on the internet. For um, sure. I mean, they're... So obviously everyone knows there's my ex, Daniel, who I was married to. And then there's Javier, who I dated and then you know, went on the Europe trip. Um, There are articles online that people are like, oh, Javier and Gabrielle were married for two years. And I'm like, I didn't even know that person for two years when this was written. (laughs) Where's this coming from? How do y'all get your fucking facts? Like, it's insane. So the amount of incorrect shit that's on the internet and people's opinions and stuff of how they would frame, you know, the breakup that you went through and all of the bullshit. It's like, that's a lot for a normal person to take in before going on a first date. Right, <laughs> right. I know. And I'm just like, uh, let's just avoid swapping Instagrams. Like, And I think that's why I'm like so quick to be like, oh my God, here's my number. Just don't ask right. for my Instagram. Right, like, right. Look, you, you get my number. You still don't need to know my last name and you still don't need to Google me. And like, then Fair. we can like go and like, I'm a big coffee date girl. Like, let's just grab a coffee. It's casual. Yeah. I can wear leggings. I can be like that chill girl. <laughs> Like in a baseball cap, and then you can see my Instagram and be like, right. "Holy shit, she wears a lot of pink." Oh my god, I love it. Um, what do you think is your kind of like ideal person that you're looking for? Oh man, 
Um, I think someone, I think being like humble, I think that's what I've kind of realized too. Is like, I just want a humble and kind person. That sounds so generic, but just someone who is humble and they put me first. And I just, I think the best thing I, I kind of realized is like, I want someone I can build a life with. Yeah. Not someone who just fits me into their already pre-existing life. Like I want to move in with someone and I want to like build that. So like if they already have their own thing and they're not looking to like, like do something with someone else, like they're just stuck in their own ways. Like I don't want that. So I think that's really important to me. I think family is so important. Um, I think like being supportive of me Mm -hmm. like um i want someone who is like like excited for my projects and wants to support me and is like here to help help me take content like we'll get to the influencing thing but like help me out and like i can help you out and it's more of like a team yeah so definitely looking for that and i think what i've kind of realized through dating too is like i'm a pretty um bold (laughs) and i don't want to use the word like alpha female because that just sounds obnoxious but like i'm i'm a strong personality yeah so i almost need someone who can go toe-to-toe with me Mm -hmm. because if not and kind of what i've realized is like i will walk all over someone right so i i almost want someone who will challenge me but in a very healthy way yeah like not like like a toxic kind of challenge but like someone who is you know, they get it. Like, give me a, I get, oh, I hate that word, alpha alpha male, but something like that. <laughs> no, I, I, I relate to that because I'm a pretty strong personality too. Right. And Tay and I laugh all the time that like we're both alphas mm-hmm. and every other relationship he's been in, he's been like the more, you know, in that position. And he's like, I just fucking like let you roll. <laughs> <laughs> Not like walk all over him yeah. by any means, but like when we do fight, which is rare, we like really butt heads mm-hmm. because we're both so fucking stubborn and it's like, no, 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 no. But I almost <laughs> feel like that gives the relationship so much passion. Like I totally. almost want someone to like, yeah, go like argue with me. Like I want that. That shows that you care. Right. Versus someone who's just going to roll over and be like, oh, I don't, I really don't know. Yeah. And yeah. like, but in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Um, I, I feel like I'm just like, yes, like my relationship, like my perfect relationship. <laughs> like, wow, Gabrielle, let's um, be nice. <laughs> I, it is nice, guys. And nor, I'm I'm not trying to, whatever, guys, I fucking deserve it. I went yeah, through the Yeah, honestly, like after reading the book, I'm like, you deserve a perfect angel like, and you got that. I fucking searched high and low for this <laughs> man and found him in the one percentile of humanity. Leave me alone. Um, I think that it's really important for people to see you on the first episode that you came to do Mm -hmm. to this episode because I see a difference um you came into that first week obviously we're talking about a very different subject matter but like Mm -hmm. so nervous you were like I wore a long sleeve sweatshirt so I couldn't I could sweat because I'm fucking (laughs) nervous really (laughs) um like it was it was a big deal Mm -hmm. um you were like I've been like rehearsing and like practicing what I was gonna say I had notes made out and you came in here today so fucking chill and obviously I'm sure it has to do with like the fact that we're talking about different subject matters but also like you can see the growth Mm -hmm. and see that you've done a lot of work and that you're genuinely happy honestly like and i i notice a difference like it is wild how far i've come and i i get messages all the time being like you finally seem happy like Mm. i can feel the happiness like oh my god the amount of messages i got at stage coach just being like i love watching you smile like and just dance and like live life and be happy because that's who i am i just got so lost in the past three years where like 
I didn't know where that girl was and right. I didn't know how to find her. And it took me a while to get back. But like now, like I didn't write any notes for this podcast. I was like, and I think doing your podcast allowed me to realize like, it's okay to be transparent. You don't have to be perfect. Like you just have to tell your truth and some people are going to support it. Some aren't. And like, if someone relates to it, awesome. And if they don't, so be it. But like, I'm finally so confident and comfortable with who I am that like not a lot can phase me anymore. Like, I feel like I've been through the ringer. I've been through the worst of it. And like, now I'm like, what else can happen? Like I'm, I'm finally, I'm, I'm stronger than ever because of everything I went through. So yeah, it feels good. It feels good to be sitting in this chair, like where I am now. Yeah. And people really resonate with that when you come on and you're transparent, you're like, I'm not fucking perfect. This shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah. Um, people resonate with that because there's so much on social media and like in our world today that is so manufactured and such bullshit mm-hmm. that when people can come on and sit down in a chair and be like, this is what I'm actually going through and I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you, that affects people in right. like a really profound way. What do you think is the biggest thing you can attribute to your healing journey? Uh, I mean, first and foremost, like therapy has helped. Yeah. I, I would not have survived all of that without the help of therapy. Like I cannot recommend that enough because especially if you were in a relationship that was somewhat narcissistic, like I don't think people realize the damage that is done. I still struggle with it, like grasping, like I have moments where I'm triggered. Like you've got to get professional help. Like I, yeah. I think that is so important because like it's just going to take 10 times longer if you're dealing with it yourself. So I think that definitely has been helpful. And honestly, speaking out, like as silly as that sounds, but talking through my feelings, like, and I know not everyone has a platform and I'm very, very blessed to be able to like kind of heal by reaching so many people. But even if you have two followers, like just talking about what you went through, someone will relate. The worst thing I feel like is when you hold it in and you just like suffer alone. Yeah. Like don't suffer alone. You don't have to. Like there's so many people out there who can relate to you. It just is going to take some courage to speak out. So I definitely think doing the podcast, um, getting to talk to a bunch of different women from all over, like continuing the conversation of, yeah, this happened. And like, here's my journey. And I'm allowing all of you guys to follow my journey. Um, that's been helpful. And then like family and friends. Yeah. Like I, without my mom and dad and sister, like I would be nothing. And I'm, I'm so lucky that I, when I went through this, I had a strong backbone, like a strong support system. Yeah. Cause I cannot fathom going through that in a breakup of that like situation without that. Yeah. So if, if you do have a good family and friends and support system, give them a hug. Like, like we just don't, we don't deserve them. It's really, it's an invaluable thing that I think we take for granted a lot. Absolutely. Um, I have a friend that has done a couple episodes with me. Her name is Lauren. And she doesn't have a close relationship with her mom. Her dad isn't here anymore. Um, She just like really most of her life has been on her own. Mm. And she's gone through some like really unimaginable shit. And whenever I talk to her, I'm like, fuck, man, it really puts it into perspective. Like, how lucky I am to have my mom Mm -hmm. and how lucky I am to have like the people that are in my life. Um, I think we take those things for granted until we don't have them. Yeah. And it's, it's really invaluable. So yeah, hug those people. Be thankful to those people. Like, and like also like nurture those relationships. Mm -hmm. I feel like so often, like we just take it for granted. And like, especially my past relationship, I blew off my friends all the time. Yeah. I blew off my family all the time. And now I'm like, 
why would you do that? Because yeah, relationships come and go, but guess who's going to stay forever? Yeah. Your family, your good friends. Like, so nurture that. Like, obviously nurture your relationship, but don't put all your eggs in that one basket because guess what that in the blink of an eye, all of that can be over. And like, where are you, where are you then? Yeah. Like without like the family and friends that you have. 100%. The last time you were here, when we kind of wrapped up, I asked you if you like, because you knew your ex was going to see that podcast, mm-hmm. like if you had anything to say to him. And I could tell when we were recording, like you still had a lot of love there. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it was very much like fresh and you looked at him through a certain lens. Mm-hmm. Is that lens different now? I think it's absolutely different now. I think and it's so funny because everyone was like, you're going to get to a mad face. Right. So I was just so sad. I was so devastated. And like for months, I was like, I'm not at the mad stage. I just want to cry all the time. I'm just so sad. And I feel like I finally got to the mad face. I got to the face where I was like, wait a second. This isn't fair. Yeah. Like there's been no accountability. Like there, nothing will change either because you, there's still no accountability. And I finally got angry for what I had to go through. Yes. Um, so I think I, and now I've kind of like, I've even moved past the anger stage where I'm just like, it is what it is. Like everything happens for a reason. But yeah, I definitely feel different. And I think it just took a lot of time. And I think part of me will always have some kind of love for that person because like that was the probably the first person I was like deeply in love with. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be that little like trigger that yeah. little thing yeah and like if you if you feel like that about someone who if you're listening to this like you're not alone like I used to think I was crazy and I've talked about it in therapy so much that I'm like why the hell is this not going away yeah and it's like it might not ever and you're just gonna kind of have to deal with that but I definitely think differently especially because I mean I think even after the podcast I was like you know what? I think in the back of my mind you're still romanticizing it just a little bit of like maybe they're gonna reach out and Mm -hmm. be like, finally, like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I did something wrong and I, there was just still none of that. Yeah. Um, So then, yeah, then I got to my angry phase where I'm like, I'm such a genuine, pure, like I know my heart and I know my intentions. And like, I remember it was even last week, I posted like a reel and it was like me in like some stupid sequin dress. And I was just watching it and I started bawling. Like I was angry, I was so upset. Because I was watching that, I'm just like, I'm looking at this girl who is myself, and I'm just like, I saw like one, like not to toot my own horn, but just like such a nice, pretty, normal, pure, like a girl that I'm like, how could you do that? Like, how could you throw that out the window with someone who would have done anything? So then it's like, I got to my angry phase, and now I'm just like, you know what? I'm never going to let that happen again. I'm never going to let someone like, devalue me and like just discard me so to answer a long-winded way of answering your question yes I definitely see things differently but like at the end of the day I'm I'm very thankful things happen the way they did because I think I'm a stronger person I'm a happier person I'm a healthier person like and I'm on the path that I know I'm supposed to be on yeah I think there's a certain amount of freedom that comes when you get to that angry stage Mm -hmm. it took me a very long time to get there with Javier and when I finally did, it was like this big shift. And I had that same kind of like trigger thing. I can say, I mean, it's been, God, what fucking year are we in? It's been like <laughs> 2019, eight, uh, tw- like three and a half years, like since everything was finally like stopped and cut off. And that trigger is gone. 
Yay. So there's that gives hope. me so much hope. Um, is he always going to be that person? Like, if I ran into him, would like it still be like whoa? whoa. Yeah. Um, but that that kind of like devastating feeling that mm-hmm. like flickers in there that has gone away. Yeah. For whatever that's worth to you and whoever else is listening to this with a broken heart. Um, <laughs> but that angry phase, man, it can really feel liberating when you yeah. get there. And it's like, oh, I'm angry and now I'm going to take my fucking power back. Right. No. And it's I was waiting so long. I remember I would talk about it in therapy week after week. I'm like, I'm still not at the angry phase. Why? Why am like, I still crying? Why am I still <laughs> sad? Like, I'm aware of what happened. Yeah. I know it was shitty. I know like I was not in the wrong like why am I still so upset and she was like you're just grieving you're dealing with trauma in your own way and you've just got to ride it you've got to ride that wave of emotion and eventually that sadness is gonna like you know like flatten out and like your little wave and then you're gonna get the wave of anger and then after that wave of anger then you're just gonna find peace so I think I'm at like the end of my anger wave I hope and I'm, I'm feeling good about it like I don't know, watch me like, I'll start crying tomorrow about something. But like <laughs> right now, I like to think I'm pretty good. But it's giving yourself grace throughout mm-hmm. the process, you know? Like there's no handbook or rule book of like, this is how you're supposed to grieve. Yep. This is how you're supposed to be heartbroken. Um, so giving yourself grace when those emotions come up and knowing that like you're fucking human and it's mm-hmm. the way that your soul is working through it. Yeah, absolutely. So in this episode earlier, we were talking about solo travel and taking experiences as they come. Little did we know that Morgan was going to have an epic fucking solo trip dropped into her lap. When I realized she was going to be taking this solo trip, I was like, well, we have to do a little like bonus addendum to this podcast episode because we recorded this shit months ago. So... How the fuck did this happen? Oh, <laughs> Give me the quick rundown. <laughs> I mean, I know how it happened because you texted me, but... You were the first person I texted. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to give you like the quick version. It is actually insane how it happened. It, everything, the universe literally put this in my, my lap. Yeah. So I, I had to take the trip, but essentially... So my friend, and when I say friend, a lot of people don't know this. This is actually my high school ex-boyfriend. Love that for Which you. is such a random fact. People are like... <laughs> why i'm like look it's the one ex i remain friends with like also a high school relationship doesn't really count like you're an idiot and a baby and like 18 and just like whatever yeah let's hook up um (laughs) so we remain friends he's the only person i keep in contact with in like my small town he just traveled to europe for the first time like discovered italy and was like in love and he knows i love traveling so he was asking me he's like I want to go. I just want to go somewhere. Like, would you go with me? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm down. Like, this is sweet. Cool. I'm, I'm saying yes to everything. Sure. Right this is my yes year. Yeah. I want to go on a trip with you. I haven't taught you in six months, but yeah. So I was like, okay. And then one day I was out. It was actually during LA pride. I had like a few drinks and he's like, book your flight right now. And I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Let's oh my do God, it. I love it. So I literally booked my flight, but I was like, Hey, I'm so busy right now with work and everything. You're going to have to plan things. Like just Venmo charge me for the hotels. Pick what you want to do. I'm down for it. So the whole time he picked the itinerary, he picked our hotels. Like, yeah, he's the one who wanted to go to Portugal. Not me. I was like, I want to <laughs> go to Spain. Like, and he's like, no, like Portugal is going to be dope. And I was like, okay, whatever, bro. So I get a call. I'm packing. Um, I get a call f- less than 48 hours before from him. We love the 48 hour mark. We love it's it. Terrifying. <laughs> and like when I saw him call me, I was like, all right, this is really weird. Like he would normally text me, but I was like, so I answer and he's like, hey, like I have really bad news. And of course I immediately start sweating and I'm just like, what are you about <laughs> to tell me? Like I'm packing right now. What? He's like, I got in an accident. Like I was riding my bike and I broke my collarbone. 
and my immediate reaction is all right dope so like you're still going like are you packing still <laughs> suck it up bitch i know suck <laughs> it up buttercup like what we in a, a cast or something like you can do it he's like no you don't understand like i'm in a sling they can't put a cast on it i can't lift my arm I can't drag luggage. He was supposed to drive us. I can't drive a stick shift. So we had a car rented for all these locations. And I was like, okay, so what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. And he was like, I mean, it's up to you. Like, we can try and cancel everything and go in 2023. Or like, I mean, if you want to go alone, you can. And I like sat there and I kind of started doing like the math. I couldn't get a refund for my flight. A lot of the hotels were non-refundable. Also, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in 2023. I just took a week off and like was like, see y'all later, like out of office. So I immediately text you like before before I even (laughs) thought of anything. I was like, I got to text Gabrielle right now. Like she'll probably tell me what to do. So I was like, hey, dude, like what? And your response immediately made me feel so much better. But it was literally like in capital capital letters, like Morgan, go, go on the trip. The universe (laughs) is orchestrating this. Like take the fucking signs, go. It's going to change your life. (laughs) And my only response is, what do I do about content? And you're like, bring a freaking tripod. I don't care. Like go. So like I go through the logistics, I call my mom. And at first I was like, if someone can go with me, yeah. let me just try all the stops. I call my mom, my sister, my friends, my random friends I haven't talked to in a while. They're all like, no, we can't buy a flight. Like, it's, yeah. you leave if in the two flight days. wouldn't have been, it was like something ridiculous. Dude, like there's 2, like three grand. Yeah, yeah, it was expensive. And I had Tay's brother's wedding that week. If I didn't, I might have gone. But I'm glad I didn't because like you <laughs> needed to go by yourself. I, I do. I would have loved to have you there. I think now me going by myself opens up an, a wide door yes, for us. Yes. That probably would not have happened. Um, so it, it all worked out, but I was freaking the fuck out. I'm like packing. We got dinner. I was still nervous because I was just, I feel like there was also a lot of added pressure. Like you're going by yourself. And I was just like, what if I sit in my hotel room the whole time? Like, yeah, you know, like you want it to be this epic adventure, but I was like, it might not, it might suck. I might hate it. I might fly all the way to Europe and be like, this is not for me. I want to go home, which wouldn't be the end of the world. But I had been looking forward to this so much. It was like my first Europe trip. My last time in Europe, I was in my last relationship. I was on MTV still. Like that was my last time ever going overseas. So I'd hype this up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I got your journal. I was like prepped and ready to go on I my plane. Um, and my first location was Lisbon. Yeah. And this is also the funny part. My friend, if he's listening to this, he's not going to. He's an <laughs> idiot. He literally, the way he planned this trip, he is a, a moron. It made no sense. Like I flew into Lisbon, but then drove to Lagos, but then drove back to Lisbon, spent 24 hours in Lisbon, took a flight at six in the morning oh, to Madeira, so dumb. spent three days in Madeira, flew all the way back to Lisbon, and then I was supposed to fly home. So it was like, it was pure chaos, and I'm also alone, and I no longer have a car and someone to drive me. So me trying to figure out where I'm going, like, I, I had never seen the hotel, so I was like, all right, yeah, we're, we're it was the definition of like winging it, which is, <laughs> and you know me. Yeah, type A not oh, wingers not a winger <laughs> we don't <Nope>. wing <laughs> i don't wing anything i normally am armed with like three spreadsheets a google, a google doc i got a list of content i want and this time i was like i got nothing i got myself and a tripod yes um but i'm not kidding i'm i still get like chills thinking about it, it was the most life-changing it, it was supposed to be a week it ended up being 10 days because i extended it it changed my life in ways i never thought 
possible. I look at life differently. Mm. I see people differently. I look at dating completely different. Oh, that's fun because this whole first part of this episode, we were talking about dating. So what has changed your perspective as oh far my as God. dating? I think in the when I recorded the episode, I think I talked about like the pressure I felt dating, yeah. like wanting to date, like putting myself out there. After this trip, I'm like, I'm so okay being alone. Oh, I love I'm that. Almost happier. I I think when I recorded the initial episode, I was longing for a relationship. Mm. I wanted to date because I wanted to find my person. And now I'm like, I'm gonna just let them come to me. Cause I yes. think what I learned being in Europe is one, I but this is going to sound conceited. I don't mean it like this, but like I am a hot commodity. Like people, bitch. I've been telling you that <laughs> since I fucking met you. Like what? I know, but it literally <laughs> took me going there and like guys coming up to me, guys approaching me, guys wanting to take me out. Yeah, e- L.A. It. I like. I made the joke to a friend. I was like, I'm a two in L.A., but like I'm a twenty in Europe. Like it's because L.A. is full of a bunch of vapid, fucking like just gross humans absolutely. that are here to like climb the ladder. Absolutely. And I learned going over there, and I had so much fun like I had dinner with a different guy every single night like it was yes we love that Morgan (laughs) it was the best time ever and then I got home and my it was funny my sister came to stay with me and she was like oh like I'm trying to get on hinge in LA and she was like do you want to like she was like let's go to church and get on hinge and like try and find nice guys dead that that's a fucking film right there. I'm like (laughs) Alex let's go to church to like praise Jesus okay not to find a man but I even told her I was like I have no desire. Yeah. I have no desire. I'm just, I'm had a blast. I learned about myself. And now I'm like, there's so much life for me to live before I even want to settle down. Like, yes, it opened just so much. And I, now I'm like, okay, yeah, it'd be cool if I had a boyfriend, but also like, then I can't travel whenever I want. Right. And go on the back of a Harley with this random hot Portuguese man. If oh I had a guy God. at home, we love it. Okay. So the first message I got from you in Portugal <laughs> was a video of you on a fucking paddleboard with some hot dude behind you yep. kissing your neck and I was like oh she's thriving <laughs> that was less than my first 24 hours that was like my first six hours in Lagos I'm dead that was everyone on Instagram was like, who is this? Are we going to bring him home with us? Are we dating? I was like, guys, you don't understand. Like when you're abroad, like the romances are like amazing, but they're there to teach you things. And then they never exactly, like, you know, no. and it's so funny because that has been the question I've been getting nonstop. So that his name was Floren. Um, Floren. <laughs> um, and everyone's like, oh, my God, Floren, Marco, who are these guys? And I'm like, they're amazing people and I keep in contact with them, but it will never go further than that. Like, yes, it'd be awesome if I went overseas and found a husband and came back and was like happily ever after. But no, every single person on that trip serves such a specific purpose. There was like five people I can think of that all taught me very different lessons. And it's so funny that Florin was first because he showed me everything that my old relationship was not within Mm. the first 10 minutes of meeting him. Oh, yes. And it was it was honestly shocking. Like I'm sitting on this paddleboard and I have this nice guy and I'm like, can I should I row? Like, you want me to (laughs) should I help you? Do you need me to paddle? And he's like, no, like sit and enjoy. Like, I want you to have fun. And he was complimenting me and like asking about my life and making sure I'm taken care of. And I just literally was like, wait, I went three years in a relationship 
where he would make me carry the paddleboard mm-hmm. and I would be paddling while he could be filming himself. And it was just so eye-opening. I'm like, this guy who's known me 10 minutes already is like smitten with me, so kind. Yeah. Like complimenting, oh my, you have beautiful eyes. And I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, As it should be, dude. Absolutely. So I learned that and then I'll... I'll <laughs> I obviously texted you and I was like, Gabrielle, I'm making out with this guy and like the cliffs and it's been 24 hours and it was so funny because it it just doesn't happen like that in LA and like we're paddling and he takes me to like this like lover's cove and I was like, oh no, like I I know where you're taking You're like, me. I'm not having sex in a random Portuguese cave. Thank you. No, I absolutely cannot. But of course he like pulls this move and he's like, take off your glasses. And I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, like the eyes are like the window to the soul. Like every like, oh my I'm like, God. what kind of weird European fantasy land am I in? Like, we're, but like, thank you and I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, what do you think my eyes are telling me? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, oh my God, this, is, this is like a different language. I don't speak European like sweet talk. I'm like, I don't know. You no, put- bitch, that's <laughs> romance, dude. You're like, I've been speaking narcissist I, for fucking three literally, years of my I'm life. Like, like, what is this? You want to say nice things to me and like, I'm supposed to reciprocate? I was like, oh, all right, this is new for me. Oh my God. But then he like passionately kisses me and like it honestly, I was like, I wish I could like take a step out and watch. Like we're in these massive caves, like the beautiful water. It's just us. Like he's like pushing me up against a cliff and i'm like oh what is happening like, oh my god this I'm is obsessed. the this is the trip and then it was funny because i told him like i'm like a little more shy and i'm like floren people are gonna see like what do we do and he's like no it's fine like i don't care let them watch let them watch i'm like all right buddy and then of course like a family of five like comes, up, comes in on their paddleboard and I immediately, I'm like, we got, we got to go, bud. He's oh, like, no, 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 it's God. fine. I'm like, I'm not about to make out and ruin these children's innocence. Like, oh, no. So we're God. like on our way out. And the dad looks at me. He was like, you guys are trying to find a private cove, huh? And I was like, <laughs> I got to leave now. Florent, paddle me back. Like, we're going, bro. Oh, my God, dude. That's fucking epic. It was insane. But then he was the first and it ended up taking me to dinner and wine and dining me and then i mean did i make all the best decisions on this trip no probably not looking back but i had a great time wait what does that mean morgan <laughs> i didn't go home with <laughs> to him to be fair i asked when we sat down i was like is there anything that's off limits she's like no i'm an open book this trip changed my life <laughs> <laughs> ask me whatever european morgan no i did not go home with anyone because i knew i was like you know what? if you get murdered people will feel bad and they'll feel sad but they'll also be like you're a dumbass like, i love that that's your mentality not like maybe i'll regret having a one night stand or like i don't know if i want to have sex but like no like if you get murdered people will feel sad and think you're a dumb bitch literally they'll be like oh we miss her r.i.p but like you're an idiot for like going to a random man's apartment in europe so i didn't i always stayed at my hotel but floren i told him i was like i'll meet you at dinner and he's like no i'll pick you up and i was like no 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 i watch dateline like i'll I'll meet you there then you know where i live then you know but of course, going home, it's like yeah. probably like 11. He's like, oh my God, there's this cliff in Lagos. And if you throw a coin and make a wish, it's like one of the spots. And it's known for making all your wishes come true. And I was like, sold. Take me there <laughs> right now. <laughs> I don't care if it's dark outside and I'm in your car. I need to throw this coin into that water. Yes. So we go, we drive, we park. And I'm starting to think, I'm like, 
all right, if he was going to murder me, now is the time. Oh, my God, but Morgan. I literally was, like, making a joke. I'm like, look, Floren, my location services are on. The second you off me, people will be alerted. It's I'm an be- influencer. We don't just go missing. <laughs> if I don't be- post for 24 hours, I'm dead. <laughs> if I don't post in, like, 40 minutes, people will know something's up. So he took me down. We, like, walked down all these steps, and I'm sitting, and it, this was also, like, a pinch me moment. I'm looking at, like, the most epic giant cliffs i'm on the water the moon it's a full moon so it's like bright yeah and he hands me a coin he's like make a wish and i was like oh my god like this is absolutely unreal so i made a wish and i hope it comes true and then we like kind of made out and then he took me home (laughs) and then that was probably the last we'll ever see him oh my god i love it okay so this was lagos that was lagos he was the one then i did one night in lisbon and i ended up meeting a guy chris Oh, it's always Chris. It's, oh yeah, you had a Chris too. <laughs> I did, and I, I actually was just FaceTiming Chris before this. I stop, adore him. I will Is be. He, he lives in Portugal, so he he's the one who's inspired me and in who we need to pick his brain. He lives in New York, bought property in Portugal Love to get that. the whole golden visa. So he lives half and half. Okay. So he's American. American. Got it. Yes. But he was like, I don't know how I stumbled into this. A friend of a friend of a friend. I was like, hey, I'm eating alone. Do you know anyone? And they're like, yeah, my friend Chris will come. So this guy waltzes in in like this like loud ass Hawaiian shirt, like life of the party guy. And I was already like, I'm going to get along with you. Great. Yeah. Like you are my type of extroverted. So we (laughs) sat there for six hours just like shooting the shit. He was so funny. And I think what he taught me was I normally go for like the tall, dark, handsome, like kind of like bad boys. And he was just like the funnest, goofiest, nicest guy. And I literally fell in love in that moment with his personality. Oh, I love that. And that specifically taught me. I was like, all right. Yeah. If I came across him, maybe on a dating app, Chris, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I probably wouldn't swipe on it. Like he's just like kind of like the artsy, like fun guy. Right. But sitting there, I literally was like, I'm actually like very into you because of your personality solely. Like, yeah, I've talked to him nonstop. Like, I'm like, I want to come visit you. I'm trying to plan a trip to New York. Like he was just a gem. Oh, we love that. He was. And then also he restored my faith in humanity because even though he's American, he (laughs) opened my car door. He made sure to take me home. Like, it was just like all so. You're like, wait, there are good men in the world. No, I literally came back not even like wanting to date any of these men, but being just like faith restored yeah because i had lost all faith i was so jaded going to this like literally every man i was like freaking hate you you're like even my fucking ex from high school just up and breaks his collarbone (laughs) and fucking bounces on like how dare you bro like you can't even ride a bike straight like you gotta have to go break your collarbone like come on um so then there was chris and then i flew to madeira which that was every there are so many signs i feel like i kind of talked about this on instagram but everything in this trip was a freaking sign and I I tried really hard and this is my advice to any solo travelers like look at everything as a sign yeah anything like I almost missed my flight to Madeira I'm not kidding I was 30 seconds away from like not making that flight and I made it and the second I'm driving there it's pouring like kind of raining and I'm like bummed and I'm driving to my hotel and it clears up and there's like this massive ass rainbow yes and I was just like sign I'm supposed to be here like I (sighs) don't know why or what is happening but had a great time there. Beautiful island. Uh, that taught me a lot. And then I had dinner. <laughs> There's always a guy. <laughs> I had dinner there with the- Julian, who also taught me a freaking lesson. Was Julian American or? He was also from San Francisco, but okay. he is half 
Portuguese. So his, oh, his, interesting. his dad was born there. So I picked his brain and he's like, you need to get a visa. And I'm like, I know, Julian, I'm working on it. <laughs> but it was so funny because I'm sitting there solo dining. Also, I love eating alone now. It's my favorite thing to do. I love that. Thrive in a, in a alone eating situation. I was just filming my reaction to food the whole time. Well, a lot of people take like a lot more time to get comfortable with it. Did you were you uncomfortable with it at first? Not or at did all. you just dropped right in? Not at all, which is so interesting to me because I'm normally such a people person. Mm. But for me, who's one on social media 24-7, who's interacting with humans 24 freaking 7, Mm -hmm. it was so nice. Like I literally was like, I don't have to talk to anyone if I don't want to. I can literally sit here. If I want to be on my phone, I can. If I want to look around, I can. I can just drink wine and hang. Yeah. And that's what I was doing. And that's when I got dinner in Madeira the first night. And then I had like this cute, nice guy next to me. And it's so funny because I almost didn't say hi. I was like, ugh, well, I don't know if he speaks my language. And he's he was eating by himself. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to bother him. Like, I'm already like this loud, obnoxious girl. I, I was wearing like <laughs> probably like neon pink. I don't know what I was wearing, but it was loud. I was like, I'm not going to bother him. And then in the back of my head, I was like, you know what? What do you have to lose? Like, that's another thing I took. Like, what's the worst that saying hi is going to do? Right. They might say hi and walk away or they might say hi back and you meet a lifelong friend. Yeah. So I finally like sucked it up and I was like, you know what, Maureen, you're here alone. He's alone. Let's make a friend. So I was just like turned around. I was like, I don't know why I said this. So I was like, do you speak English? (laughs) He's like, yeah, I'm from San Francisco. I was like, dope. (laughs) I was like, what are you doing here? So we ended up chatting. We went and got drinks afterwards. And it's so funny because he's not someone I would ever in a million years think that we were like compatible very quiet like I mean my friends joke that like I can eat guys alive because I'm just like very like (laughs) chatty and like all over the place and I can talk a lot and he didn't he was not the chattiest person but just very kind and in that I was like there's so much beauty in silence Mm. which in my last relationship or even all the guys I've dated in the past I go for the loudest guy in the room the Mm. life of the party the fun guy the suave guy like and look where it's you know like look where it's got me it hasn't really worked out for me but I always write off the quiet ones because I'm like ugh, they're boring or Or they won't be able to handle me they can't handle me and like he handled me fine he we had a great conversation and like I learned like it's okay to like sit in silence. Like two yeah. people can be by each other, enjoying each other's presence mm-hmm. and just hang out. Yeah. The last part of the Europe trip that I just took um, was with my girlfriend. Oh God, I don't know what her name is in the book. Oh, Nina. Um, and I met her in Thailand and we like had many dinners and many moments where like the conversation would just stop and there was a lull and she would be like, oh, I feel like I have to talk. And I'm like, you don't, dude. Yeah. Like, we're fine. Like, it's actually really nice to be able to not feel that pressure of like, oh, you got to keep a conversation going. Absolutely. And there's like beauty in just like being in the same space as someone. Absolutely. And I that was something I, I learned there because I kept, anytime there was a silence, I'd be like, all right, think of something. Like, come on, like keep the conversation going. And then yeah. I learned, I'm like, no, he's chilling. I can chill. Like, we don't have to be chatty Kathy 24-7. Yeah. I think now in society, it's always like constantly entertain, talk. If you're silent, then there's something wrong with you. Like you're like socially awkward. And it's like, nah. Yeah. I'm like, nah. I mean, I'll still talk to a wall. But like (laughs) in that moment, I learned that like, you know, silence is good. And he was so kind. And like 
he also like was like no don't get a taxi like let me take you like i don't want you like alone in a taxi and i was just like what kind of weird place am i in where guys are nice to me like oh my god and the fact that your brain even has to think that is so sad it it's unreal and like even getting back like the few interactions i've had with men in la i'm like Jesus Christ. Like, and welcome back to the USA. And <laughs> welcome back. Like, <laughs> greetings, Morgan. Like, <sighs> you're, you're in LA. People suck. And so where where was the next location after that? Okay, so that was Madeira. And then I was supposed to fly home. And I literally was like the night before. And I was like, I can't go home right now. I literally just felt like I could not. I was like, I'm not done here. Like, I, I had a weird feeling. And I told myself, I'm going to call American Airlines. And if it's under like a certain amount yeah. for me to change my flight, I'll stay. So I ended up calling them and they're like, oh my gosh, like lucky you. You're actually getting a $250 flight credit. Like Sign. You're, you're, you're gaining <laughs> money to stay. And I was like, what? I was like, okay, cool. Great. So I ended up extending it four days. I went back to Lisbon because it was just such a magical city out of like Lagos, beautiful. Madeira, little island, stunning, like a Hawaii and Portugal. Yeah. But there was something so special about Lisbon. I can't put a finger on why I love that city so much. I think it was the people the people I met impacted mm-hmm. me so much there. So I stayed um, at a hotel, had no plans. And I was like, you know what? I think I talked about this on my Instagram. I was like, I'm normally like a trip advisor girl, but I'm going to wing this one. We are going to just see what happens. So I downloaded Hinge. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> Which is like, my I wasn't going to tell people that, but my friends were like, come on. Yeah. You, did, you did. did not meet like those cute guys just wandering around. Oh my and God, I, was I like, love this. I was like, okay, fine. I downloaded Hinge. But honestly, my advice to solo travelers, it's such an awesome way to meet people. Oh yeah, my I have girlfriends that have been, Lauren, who's been on the podcast, she she does Bumble like when she's places just to meet people. It's so smart. And literally, I just like matched with some guys and I was like, hey, like I'm visiting from LA. Like I'm here a couple of days. Like if you're looking for a friend, like I would love to meet up with you. So yeah. I ended up kind of chatting with two guys, both impacting me in quite a different way. The first guy was Marco, which is the guy everyone has seen on my Instagram. And everyone's like, when are you going to marry Marco? Oh, my God. And I'm like, Marco lives in Portugal. Is he American? (laughs) No, he is like full fledged, born and raised. Love that. Okay. So he was like the first guy I matched with and so kind. He was like, I'll meet you at dinner. And I was like, "Okay, like, cool. He's like, I have to go meet my family. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to eat alone. And he was like, what? Like, eat alone? Like, do you want to come to my family's, like, dinner? And I'm like, oh, my God. I've never yeah. met you. Um, yeah. No, I'm good. I'll eat alone. Whatever. So he ended up joining me. Like, sweet guy. So handsome. Immediately, like, we, he's like, let's go dancing. And I thought of you. And I was like, yes. Yeah, what would Gabrielle do? I'm like, I can't move like Gabrielle, but, like, I can pretend. WWGD, baby. We love that. Like, let's go salsa dance. <laughs> so, of course, like, the bill comes and he immediately takes it. And I was like, no, don't i like you didn't eat anything Uh, you also didn't drink like the two bottles of wine i did oh my god i I was like i'll get it he's like no like i'll i'll never let a woman if i'm around her pay like no that is like i want to treat you like it's your night in portugal i was like oh my god i love it here i've fallen and ended up in heaven (laughs) no where am i so we go dancing like so fun like he took me to like all the local spots and all this stuff and then i'm like me like I'm pretty like uh, I don't want to say straight laced but like I am like I like going to bed at like a normal time like Mm -hmm. I like 10 hours of sleep so of course like it's like 2 a.m and I'm like all right like I'll go home now like bars closed right and he's like nah like thanks stay open here oh my god I was like okay so he's like let's go somewhere so we end up renting a scooter 
and we like go all over Lisbon, like to like the churches and sites. And I'm like on the scooter and it's three in the morning and like I'm doing cartwheels in front of like, yes, like monuments that have been here since like, I don't know, for the 1500s. And I was just like, what the hell is happening to me? So he drops me off and then he's like, do you want to go surfing tomorrow? And I'm like, oh, OK, this is this is Marco. Got this it. is I, Marco. I, I know all the men, but like I don't know yes. the names to so them. So Marco okay. is the guy who took me surfing. And part of me, again, I go back to like me being like L.A. Morgan. I'm like, oh, God, my expensive ass hair. Like, <laughs> I paid a lot for this weave. Like, do I really want to go surfing? And then I was like, you know what? When else are you going to go surfing with a hot guy in Portugal? Yeah, dude. Get a private surf lesson. Like, go to like the town where all the locals are. So he ended up picking me up. Like, we went surfing. Like, I had the best time ever. Like, he got me my little wetsuit. And yeah. was like paddling me. And then took me to lunch and then like the sweetest thing ever and this is when it kind of all hit me that I think this was like the turning point for me looking at relationships we're like about to leave and he's like no I want to take you somewhere and I'm like oh Marco like I need to go like I'm gonna be late for dinner with this other guy that I'm meeting up with <laughs> like I gotta go he's like no 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 I want to take you so he took me to like this like old um like local shop where they make acai bowls and he had noticed on my story, like the previous day that I, I said something like how much I love acai bowls. Mm. And he was like, no, like I noticed how much you like them. Like I wanted to like, get, and he had it like already made, Stop. like he had called the shop <gasps> to like have it made for me and like gave it to me. He's like, no, like I just noticed how like much you liked them. So I thought you'd like this. And I was just like, and I made the joke on my Instagram story. Like I put the caption, I was like, it's so funny. This man who's known me for 48 hours is being so kind and accommodating and the person I dated for three years gave me a birthday card that was not signed. Oh my <laughs> like God. literally it was just a card that had something on the outside and was blank on the inside. Stop. And I was just like, what? Like it, it just changed my mind about everything. And I think that moment was the moment where any leftover feeling that I had or healing I needed to do like kind of disappeared. Yeah. And I realized and I was like, no, I went through bullshit for three years and I can now accept that and I've learned and I now see what I deserve and what's out there. So like that little acai bowl <laughs> like sealed the deal where I was oh like, my God, I love no, like it. I'm good. I'm I'm literally good. Yeah. So he he gave me that and then dropped me off. And then then I met up with this guy, Leo. But like I'm still team Marco. But like I really did like Leo, too. <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Leo was also Portuguese, showed up to my hotel to go to dinner with a Harley. And I'm like, I, yes, hell, Leo. Yes, Leo. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, like you're in a dress. Like, do you like, should I like get you an Uber? And I was like, nah, sit on the heart. <laughs> Leo, get on the bike. I'm getting on the back of it. And he was like, okay, like, well, do you want to like go straight to dinner? Or do you want to take the scenic route? And I was like, take me everywhere on the back yes. of this Harley. So I'm like in my little polka dot mini dress, I've got a helmet on. And he, I felt like a Lizzie McGuire. Like we're going past like epic churches and he's like speeding through cars. And like, it was the most insane. Like that, I was like, this is a dream. Like what the hell is happening to me? Oh like God, I love it. I did not expect this. And then so we had dinner and it turns out he's the bar owner of like two of the most successful bars in Lisbon. Oh, we love that. We love that. <laughs> um, so then we're going up there and like, we're on our way up and all of a sudden he like just like pushes me against a wall and is like passionately kissing me and yes. I'm like what is, what is my life right now like so many attractive men want to be with me and I'm like over here struggling to get a hinge date in Los Angeles I was like 
this is what I needed. So we had a great time. I ended up going back to my hotel room. He was the one that I, if I was to go home with someone and get murdered, it probably would have been (laughs) with him because there was like a 1% chance or like I thought, because he was like, come over to my apartment, like we'll have a drink. And I was like, no, Um, go home. God, I'm like super impressed with your fucking. I know willpower well i think like my dad just like kind of stays in the back of my head and i'm like jesus christ my dad would literally murder me and write me out of his will if i slept over Mm, at see that makes sense because like i grew up without a dad so (laughs) i don't have that fucking like problem (laughs) well let me let me just put kurt willette on you real quick and like you'll be so freaking scared of like him finding out you slept with a random european man in his apartment so i ended up being like nah like i'll go home it was also four in the morning yeah and like I had a I had a day ahead of me because I met up with another guy. The next oh my god, day, Morgan, I'm dead. Who this guy was like not like a romantic. Like I probably was not gonna make out with him, but he his name was Eric, and he also played such a significant role. Like I was grabbing a drink solo, and it was like the one moment where in the whole trip where I kind of felt awkward. I was like at a bar and there's all these young people, but like everyone is kind of coupled up. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I'm not going to make any freaking friends at this bar. Uh. Like dope, whatever. I'll grab a drink. So I'm sitting there and like this cute little guy, like he's an accountant. So like just like picture like cute little Eric accountant, kind of like nerdy guy comes and sits next to me. And at first I wasn't going to say anything because I was just like kind of in my own world. I was rushing to get to a restaurant and then he like strikes up a conversation. He's like, hey, like what are you drinking? So we chat I'm like, oh, like, what brings you here? And ironically, he's like, oh, I'm a solo traveler. Mm. And I was like, what? Mm. Tell me more. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I quit my like corporate nine to five job. I hated it. I hated life in the US. I was unhappy. So like, I just quit, saved my money. Like, I've been traveling for six months. Like, he's just telling me all these epic places he went. So like, we actually like I was texting him today, like it's still in contact with him. He wants to like plan a trip. He's in Ireland right now, sending me all his like epic Ugh. travel photos. And like he like he's just a saint. So he we ended up hanging out the next day. We got brunch. We went to like a monastery together. I taught him how to take all my Instagram photos. And he was just like so <laughs> I ex- trained him. <laughs> he was so excited to do it too. He was like, Aww. What angles do you want? Like I taught him how to put a filter on his photos. Oh my like, god, I can't. He's like jazz to know what the Tesla so app is. Cute. He's like text me like I put like vintage two on this photo like <laughs> what do you think of it i'm like eric it looks great like oh i love you God, dude so he was fun and like we ended up like meeting up with some of my american friends that last night had like an epic last night with like a live band and eric was there oh, and like nice. i met up with leo and like it was just the most epic and i cried the whole way home oh and then marco took me to the airport because he's a saint and wouldn't let me and then wasn't there a card there was from someone can we talk about that yes because that that i feel like that's the one that people notice the most in my instagram because like i was devastated i did not want to go home if my sister was flying to la so like i had to be home to let her in or else i would have stayed i would have just said f it yeah who needs influencing someone else post my brand deals like i'm gonna stay right so i was so sad and marco picked me up and i was like sat in the car because I didn't want to leave and like we're just chatting about stuff and I get there and I just assumed he was going to drop me off and say like bye like have a good trip no like carried my bags in like made sure like I got through security and like checked in knew where the terminals were oh wow because that's like when I almost missed my flight to Madeira it's because I was alone and I had the airport in Lisbon is so freaking confusing so I couldn't find anything so he like walked me through and he was like I have a surprise for you 
And I was like, okay, like what? And so like he walks me all the way to security. Like he didn't have to do that. Like yeah. he like could have just dropped me off and like I would have been appreciative for the ride. And so he like pulls out these flowers and like <laughs> he got me because I was always wearing like these obnoxious dangly earrings. And so he got me like a pair of like homemade like stop like handcrafted like these gold earrings. Um, and then he got me a card and I was like, oh my God. Like at first I just thought it was like pictures because there was a picture I took yeah. on there. He had screenshot from my Instagram. And the inside said, like, here's to a lifetime of not one more single unsigned birthday card. And it was yeah. like, like all my love, Marco. And I literally lost it. I was like crying. It was just like such a sign. And it's what I needed to like wrap up that trip, like with a bow yeah. of like, nah, like you're good. And you did this and you should be so proud. And like, you do get a lifetime of signed cards. Like you no longer have to expect the bare minimum yeah like you expect the marcos and the leos and the erics and the chris's like that's what you get from life like you just have to be open to accept it and it took me kind of going on this trip to finally be like oh no like i am an awesome person and i do deserve it yes dude i said to you before you left i was like you're either gonna go over there and find the love of your life or you're gonna go have some like epic realization for like what you needed to have in order to find that but like guys separate like you just seem like a different person in no, the best way. It It is. It's bizarre. And even the people like on Instagram are like, you just seem so much happier. And yeah. it was for the first time, honestly, in a year where I was genuinely, truly happy. I didn't stress about things. I could care less if I snapped one photo and it was the shittiest photo I've ever taken. I was like, cool, post it. I don't care. <laughs> like, whatever. I, I'm a new person. Like, and I literally in your it's in my purse. I, I took your journal with me and every single day I was writing not even like and it was funny because your journals about healing and yeah. like I didn't even really focus on the past. Like I would jot down and kind of be like, all right, here's like what the prompts I'd write a sentence. But everything and I think this is a sign. Everything I was writing was like what I learned and what mm. I was looking forward to in the future. Yeah. Which I think was just also such a sign because I think six months ago I would have been completely focused on the fat. <laughs> focused on the past where I'd be like, oh, like my last relationship did this to me and this is what I have to go through. And now I'm like, yeah, okay, here's a sentence. This is what my last relationship right. did to me. It freaking sucks. But like, here's what I'm learning that I'm coping with all of that. Like, yeah. it's, it's wild. This was all meant to happen. It like, and it's so funny. I met you and you did this trip and then this happened and it, I literally racked my brain and I'm like, no, like God knew exactly what when he placed my last relationship in my life and all of that happened. I'm not kidding. I think it was for all of this to happen. Yeah. Like beyond like the breakup, beyond like the heartache. It was to meet you to really to go on this random trip to learn everything and like finally be like, ah, like this is Morgan. Because I, I was so lost after reality TV in that relationship. But now yeah. I'm like, oh, then no, like this is who she was. And like it just kind of took a bit to get back to that oh my god i love it so fucking much i'm so proud of you for going i'm i, I mean i knew it was gonna be incredible and life-changing <laughs> but like i feel like it like even surpassed your wildest expectations oh my god beyond i was just i wanted to just have a good time i had no idea i was gonna learn all this stuff and like meet people i'm gonna actually keep in contact yeah. probably for like the rest of my life oh like, i still talk to people that yeah. i met on my fml trip yeah, uh, it's, it's it's incredible. Um, okay, so since we like made this a fucking two hour <laughs> episode um, and I cut off the original ending that we did, can you tell people where they yes. can find you online? <laughs> so you can find me on my Instagram, Morgan Lee Willette. Um, I'm the same on TikTok. I 
actually posted more on TikTok this trip than I did on Instagram because I was and like, you can see Floren. You can see Floren kissing <laughs> me. It's very romantic. Um, so yeah, those two. My website's Move Like Morgan. If you're interested in reading my travel blog, which I will be posting all like my itinerary from this trip. So yeah, yeah. And Morgan and I are on our way to a meeting to uh, maybe talk about some interesting travel stuff that we have coming up. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Uh, thank you for hanging in there with us. Although I know everybody's like, wait, keep talking, keep talking. We want to hear more. <laughs> thank you for uh, spilling your Portugal details with us you're so only for you (laughs) (laughs) i want to thank morgan so much for joining me on another episode i just absolutely adore her and think that she is such a light in this world and it's so great to see another female really focus on empowering the women around her As always, make sure you are subscribed so you never miss an episode. Keep up with us on Instagram at FML Talk Podcast. If you need more FML content in your life, there are many seasons of mini bonus episodes that you can binge at your leisure on patreon.com slash FML Talk. I will see you all next week. And as always, have a self-love cocktail on me. Cheers. Welcome to As a Woman fertility hormones, and beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Crawford, and I am a fertility physician and co-founder of Fora Fertility in Austin, Texas. We will talk about a wide range of topics, including the menstrual cycle, your hormones, infertility, IVF, mental health, and well, beyond. So join us and become part of the community of collaboration that amplifies others as a woman. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.